Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Season 8, Episode 3 of the Marvel Hacks. Uh, as our first episode of the brand new year. I just said Happy New Year to y'all on January the 9th, and I hate people <laughs> saying New Year to me after fucking New Year's Day, to be perfectly honest with you. But whatever, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, on the line tonight, I have my two favorite Marvel hacks. On the line tonight, it's the same name, same name. Say what's happening. Uh, good evening, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Happy New Year, and I just committed the same damn thing, so. There you go. Yeah, I, I just, it just bothers me when we get it's, past. I, I said the first. You feel like you gotta say it. Up. Say it. I don't know. It's yeah, just, I don't know. it's, yeah, it's one here. of those things that I have to say back, and I don't want to engage in conversation with people. <laughs> and so now I'm on the ninth of people I'm working with that I haven't seen in however long, and it's like, hey, happy new year. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, anyway, also on the line tonight is my fellow compatriot of New Year's hatedness. It's brother. Peace. What's going on, man? Hey everybody, welcome back. Yeah, we're all back. I, it's a different podcast for a different time, and I think I told it. Well, now I know I told it on the uh, on the Brothers Comics podcast, the Mothership podcast. How much uh, I hate New Year's Eve. Uh, Brother Beavis <laughs> has been a part of many of my hates of New Year's Eve and the reasons that I hate it. And this year was no. Um, uh, exception to that rule. I, I just can't stand it. Nothing good happens. It, it, it is what it is. I should just stay in the house and watch whatever on the television. So how, how was y'all's New Year's Eve, Brother Beavis? What did y'all do? So I was with uh, family and we just stayed in. Uh, had played some games and drank some beer and watched some yeah. sorry ass uh, pop culture bullshit on TV and then the ball <laughs> dropped and shortly thereafter went to bed. There you go. All right. What about you, Sam? Man, what'd you? Uh, I was at my boy's house. We uh, toasted uh, some beer at midnight. We was, you know, play some games and bullshit. Nothing special. Yeah, it was about as good as yeah. it gets with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I tried to actually go out. I tried to actually go out. Well, I tried. I went out. It was awful. Mm-hmm. There's so many people around. <laughs> An hour and a half wait to go eat. You can't. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just what? What was I thinking? I just I don't know why I even bother trying. Every freaking year, I think it's going to be different, and it's just the same old shit. So, whatever. So anyway, yeah. So we've been off for an extended break. Um, we tried to get this in over the break. Uh, it just could work out in time wise, and we kind of figured that that was going to happen. So it is what it is at this point. Um, what about over the break, man? Any uh, geek happenings? Did you get a good geek gift, uh, brother Beavis? You admitted before we started talking that we you saw rise of the skywalker so we're gonna come mm-hmm. to that in a second because all three of us have finally seen it so anything that you got or watched over the break besides rise of the skywalker in the world well, of geekdom? you know it was kind of a difficult week or a difficult time off because i had to make the difficult decision to leave the royal family and move to canada with my wife who's <laughs> way hotter than me <laughs> but you know we're working through it uh yeah. no i uh yeah so i don't know if you guys knew this but uh board games are like making a comeback and i got a board game based on the movie jaws which i just i mm. i love it so much like wow. you yeah. you get to eat people and like well, you have to tell the other players yeah i ate this many swimmers like here and here it's i just <laughs> love it so much that is crazy and we got this Thanks. other one based on like the universal monsters it's pretty fun it's good family games did some of that yeah, saw Rise of Skywalker, finished The Mandalorian. Um, mm. I think I've officially given up on Titans, and I quit watching that. 
Um, mm. Yeah, and I'm kind of like waiting for some of my other stuff to come back. I'm like, I don't want to start something new and get stuck. Oh, and finish, I think probably finish The Watchmen while we were off. I can't remember yeah. the timing, but mm. yeah. Mm. Right. yeah. Just eating, uh, for, eating also, from the trough. They keep filling up our trough, and I keep going yeah, back and eating all the slop <laughs> out of it, so... Yeah, they got to keep giving it to us, and we keep eating it. Yeah, I finished The Mandalorian. I finished The Watchmen as well. I, mm-hmm. I, really quick, I, we had talked, we had tossed the ball around about maybe um, podcasting about that show. But, and I was like, you know, as the producer or whatever of this thing, I was like, I think that we might be out of our depths. And I think I was right. <laughs> um, I don't know that we would have been able to make heads or tails of that. In the in, You know, in like an hour format. Like, I think a good portion of it would have been like, well, what? And we would have just mm-hmm. been going on and on about around the around the mulberry bush about it, but uh, I did finish it, and it, uh, there's a conversation to be had about that. There's also be a conversation to be had since you brought her up about um, Meghan Markle being <laughs> literally one of the most beautiful people that are walking on this planet. Oh my god, insane! <laughs> but anyway, Sandman, uh, what about you, man? Any good geek gifts? Uh, anything you watched over there besides the Rise of Skywalker? Um, pretty much the same thing as you guys watched The Watchmen, um, because I, actually I wasn't planning on even watching it at first. It just didn't, uh, initially when I heard that they were going to do that, I was like, oh man, they're going to screw that all up. And it had been a long time since I actually read the book. And I, I remember, uh, producer, you said you were going to probably read it too. And I was like, oh, that's probably a good idea because it's been literally like, oh, 25 years, maybe since I read that. Mm-hmm. And I did, I went back and, and read that and, uh, uh, did kind of help watching the series a little bit, kind of filled in some gaps. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed. I was shocked. Uh, we were talking kind of about yeah. uh, Regina King and how good she is in that series and how good the series is overall. I was really shocked, but I was very happy I invested the time in that. It was a, I really enjoyed it. So that was the main yeah. thing, though. It's, yeah. yeah, it's something. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, again, it's something, and it definitely doesn't. It definitely requires multiple watchings. It to does. Make sure you're getting all of it. Yeah, so, you might uh, miss yeah, some stuff. something. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and Regina King's, I mean, literally, she's good in everything. I mean, there's just nothing yeah. that she's in that's just not good. Um, yeah. Including 227, Brother Beavis. I know <laughs> you're going to bring that out there. You better be ready to throw down. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of throw down. There was somebody talking smack, somebody not represented here this evening, talking smack about mm. a yeah. sacred cartoon. That yes. uh, And then when when the gauntlet was thrown down, everybody, uh, including one of the individuals on this call, like was crickets <laughs> on getting on the phone to talk trash about <laughs> a literal fuck? masterpiece. Oh, no. Uh, yes, so uh, well, that's yeah, coming. We... Yeah, well, yeah, that is coming. We had bantied about the idea of starting, you know, a, a, a different, not a different podcast, but a different strand of a podcast where we were going to live watch uh, the X-Men, the animated series. Wow. And, uh, you know, just kind of like kind of give our director's commentary while it's going on. And we've had the opportunity to do it. And then he's not on this podcast. Big Hutch was like, the cartoons uh, sucks. That's my Big Hutch impression, mm. by the way. And yeah. um, like via text, via text. And <coughs> honestly, Brother Beavis, the night that he said that he could do it, Sandman couldn't do it, and he was, you know, then he ducked this or whatever. I was like, it's going to be like the, I was like, if it's me and him, it's going to be like the night when we attacked you with fucking corn, plastic corn and uh, <laughs> carrots in my kitchen. Oh, <laughs> Magnetic yep. corn and get, you were about to yep. get beat the hell up. So, um, yeah. <laughs> 
it's just Damn. yeah, it wasn't gonna go well. But yeah, we are we are still bantering that idea around because I think I think you know now that it's on Disney Plus, it, it is a real good time to go. I mean, because I've been watching it. I, don't, I would assume y'all probably been watching it too. I've been going back and watching it. It's like my late night thing when everybody's asleep. You know, I'm all mm-hmm. pretty much through episode or season one already. And the funny thing is, is like I thought there were more episodes. Like the first two seasons mm. are only thirteen episodes. Like I thought they were much longer. The later mm. seasons get a little bit longer, but the first two are really, really short. You know, I mean, thirteen episodes is pretty short. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, all right, whatever. All right, let's do this really quick, and we'll try to get it in in under ten minutes before we get to these damn books. Let's let's do Rise of the Skywalker. I saw it opening night. I think Sandman, you did as well, or at least opening mm-hmm. weekend, brother Beavis. You just saw it over the holiday break. Um, I think right off the bat, I think we're probably all going to agree that it wasn't as good as it could have been. Uh, we probably have different reasons for that. Uh, I'll let you go first, Brother Beavis, since it's fresher in your head. What was your impressions? I, I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I thought it was like, and I've, I've said this a number of times, it was like Return of the Jedi level nostalgia with prequel level writing. You know, it's it was fine. <laughs> wow. I just wow. I think they put them such in a in such a hole to like try and pivot with episode eight and not even to get into that whether it was good or bad, but just like to to, to put a hard break in the story and then try and wrap it up. I mean they had so much bookkeeping to do but just to finish that movie. Like even more so than like episode three, which felt like they wasted two and a half movies and then had to like hit all the high points. Uh, to finish off all the lore we knew from different points and that the irony to me is like you know they flushed the extended universe and with good reason because there's some crap in there but it's like that's what you get when you have like not a consistent vision and you have different creators that are just creating stuff in that world well i give you the third trilogy you have different creators without a consistent vision creating a story in that world and you get you get this sort of mess where it's like Oh, the Emperor's mm-hmm. back. Oh, word? Okay. Oh, all right. I guess we're doing that now. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was, f- but it was fine. I feel like the more I dig into it, and if I ever see it again, like, I'll start hating it more and more. Um, there was one part where I just, like, laughed out loud, and I can't remember. I'll think of it by the time you guys are done with your piece. Right. Oh, I know what it was. When they had that stupid dagger where you bend out the secret handle and it makes the shape mm. of the Death Star, I was like, yeah. no, oh. no. <laughs> wow. No. I, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, that's, wow. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only part that made you, you laugh? No, out like, laugh, like, laugh really out loud. Like, you've reached the, <laughs> you've reached the limits of my belief suspension that somebody's yeah. master plan was to go stand at an arbitrary point on a planet with a giant ass <laughs> Death Star that's going to be crushed by tides over the course of the intervening 15 years and it perfectly uh, aligns from somebody else in a random point coming up popping out the heretofore unknown handle and finding how it lines up on the on the dagger. Come on, man. Yeah. Was, <laughs> wow. Wow, it sounds so bad. Yeah, that is a come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sandman, what did you think? I think I might wind up being the harshest critic of this thing. Go ahead, Sandman. Mm. What did you think? I just didn't have it in me. I, like, it, I couldn't just kick it yeah. when it was down. I just couldn't. No, I understand. Mm. I thought it was magnificent. Mess. <laughs> a magnificent mess. <laughs> I I have never seen so many plot devices either ignored 
or wrapped up in a big gigantic ridiculous bow at the end of a movie in my life it's just they were throwing stuff out there were characters they introduced that went nowhere there were main characters that really didn't have much to do outside of just being in the background and uh, oh god man there was Kathleen Kennedy you need to get your ass kicked for allowing this shit to happen because this is clearly they had no no direction she provided no leadership for this and this is what you end up with at the end I mean I enjoyed it don't get me wrong I, it was fine just like what Beavis said it's fine um I, I think I like Return of the Jedi better than this, but still, uh, it was, it, 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 it's, it's fine. They, they ended the Skywalker saga, finally, and they needed to. And I predicted the end. I'm not giving away what, what Ray says at the end, but you guys both, you guys both know uh, what she says yes. at the end to that woman she's talking to. And I saw that coming 18 miles away. And I was like, oh, my God. I was shaking my head. There was a guy sitting behind me who was literally just laughing out loud. And I was just, I wasn't even going to get mad at him. And, you know, some of the stuff they were revealing. And I was like, yeah, I can't get mad at you, bro. I can't get mad. Because I'm kind of there okay. with you. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I, 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 it, okay, it ended for me. And yeah, I went with the whole crew, wife and kids. And like you know, they, I don't know if your daughter does this to you, brother Beavis, but like my kids all were constantly looking for me for my reaction to things, mm. and I'm just like, so you know, they hit the they hit the lights or whatever, and you know, cut roll script or whatever, and a roll credits, and I'm like, they're all looking at me, I'm like, why are y'all looking at me? What did you think? I'm like, um, I thought it was crap. If you're perfectly honest with you, this is some shit. I mean, where, where do you want to start where it's just bullshit? I mean, to be honest with you, oh, okay, so the Emperor was fucking, too? The Emperor was fucking. Oh, don't give me a start Really? That. That's what we, that's what we got. That's what we got, you know? Okay, you really have to start there, because this is some bullshit. So when was he fucking? Was I he think fucking we have to assume that his son was who, who, a clone. I think we man, have to His that? son was a clone? Man, yeah. come on. And then, let's, and this Otherwise, is, you this have to claw your eyes out. I mean, those are your two oh. options. You either have to accept that Look. it was a clone. Yeah, and this, and this is or, Supergirl season two all over again for me too. Yeah. How does mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen not get Supergirl? So Ray <laughs> and go. Finn don't get together. Oh. Are you yeah. serious? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? You built that up really for two movies. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, he was, as thirsty as he was. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Nothing. Literally in the first one, and then. And then, and then, and then, okay, and I, there's just too much. I, look, it yeah. seemed to me, like Brother Beaver said, they were like, well, let's just try, y'all both said, let's try to get, like, every single thing in and settle this. That's The first problem is that they probably should have split it into two movies because there was just too much. It was just too much. Mm-hmm. You split it into two movies. Stop being beholden to the idea of trilogies. Like, I, I mean, you know, I think Star Wars is, you know, in that sense, kind of stupid. You know, that they have beholden mm-hmm. to this idea it has to be three movies and be done in three movies. And I think that was dumb in this sense. But it seemed like, to me, 
like a lot of that was like okay well you know y'all didn't really like the last jedi or whatever so we're gonna like mm-hmm. take the characters that were in that movie that you hated and we're gonna minimize them or like make them completely different than what we thought that y'all thought that they should be you know so that's why freaking rose is like hey you know there's a mission no i'm just gonna stay here and read some charts and shit huh what <laughs> like she had this movie's fucking role in this movie before and you're not gonna let her like do anything come on man and then Lando yeah, comes back, and then now yeah. they're saying that that the slave was the girl was his daughter, like you know his lost daughter, and some bullshit like that. And then fucking Finn's story, which was like unique and original or whatever, he's like, you know, I was I was fucking first order, you know, I didn't really, I didn't think that was a, a you know a good thing, you know, and I, I you know I broke out. Okay, oh no, there's a whole bunch of niggas that did this shit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. It just it was bad, man. It, it's, bad. it's a mess, dude. It mess. It it is beyond messy, and I just I don't get it. Like I don't and like I don't. And then when I found out later on, either in the credits or reading Twitter or whatever, that like what Chris Torrio or whatever the dude that wrote Torrio. Batman versus Superman or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Of that, if I had known that ahead of time, I would have never gone to that movie. I'm like, oh, he wrote this shit. He can't write a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I would have never. I would have never even gone. I would have never <laughs> even gone. I would have just caught it on the fire stick. So yeah. no, that's a you, that's a bad movie, and not just a bad movie. It's a bad Star Wars movie. So you can yeah. put your rankings together. You can drop that some of the bitch down, very very close to the bottom. In prequel one, prequel two, Attack of the Clones, I think is the worst Star Wars movie. It's it's in there. <laughs> it's very very close. Yeah. You talked about your kids looking at you. I went with my mom, and she turned mm-hmm. to me in like the opening scene with Ray, and she's like, "I'm lost. Who is this person?" And I just looked at her. I'm like, <laughs> I, I I can't explain two movies while we're sitting here. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nice. All right. So who's this? Oh my god! I can't oh, wow. see your mom doing that. By the way. <laughs> Oh, hilarious. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I was unhappy in the time, you know, and again, it looks good. I, I haven't, I've tried to get my, you know, my freaking whatever digital download watch uh, on and I just haven't been able to, I've, I've started it, but I couldn't go through. And then, oh, fucking, then Leah was training as a Jedi. What the fuck? Nigga, what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, Oh God! Oh what? Jesus! I forgot about that part. Dude, they wow, just was just man. throwing shit all over the place, and then I'm, we can spoil this. Shit's been out for a month. The fucking Han Solo made a, a what the fuck? Oh, what? He made a what? Yeah. What? There's uh, yeah. Come on, man. They just it's bad. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's bad, just bad. Man. It's just bad. It's just bad. So yeah, what, just, whatever. All right, that's it. So, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good. I'm good. It's just adrenaline. It's just adrenaline. <laughs> 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 oh shit. So anyway, let's set the show for y'all. Uh, we are going to review, as we have been doing, Jonathan Hickman's run on the New Avengers 2013. Uh, we've been doing two issues at a time. We're going to get issues seven and eight tonight. Uh, and then we are going to go into Jonathan Hickman's, well, even though well, this book is his, but we're looking at the post-House of X books, which is actually called Dawn of X. I keep forgetting to call it that. It is the Dawn of X books. We've done the first two issues of Marauders. We did the first two issues of, what did we do the last time we recorded? 
Didn't we do X Men? Excalibur. No, Excalibur. No, not New Mutants. New, no, we did New Mutants, which was complete butt cheeks. And um, and then now we're going to do the one book that Hick. Well, he was Hickman's writing New Mutants. Did you guys see the Uh, New Mutants trailer? I did not watch it because there's no chance I'm going to see the movie. How was it? I did see it. I it's compelling. I think. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, the Twitter reaction to it was that that people were like, "Oh, yeah. this actually doesn't look that bad." Yeah. I mean, I like, the, the you... one downside is it still has the new mutants in it. Could we call? Can I disagree with that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you like horror movies, I mean, it, it's it looks like a, just a standard horror movie to me. But you know, I'm I think not... the casting looks spot on across the cast, um, and they mm. definitely go full hero with not costume or anything like that but so i it could be interesting it might be i mean they might have yeah. a, a a little hit maybe who knows or it might did bomb. you see who knows? yeah i saw did it did you see yeah. the harley quinn trailer today oh, oh god yes yeah. the, 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 the less said about that the better yeah i said people on twitter like oh this looks really fun or whatever i'm like mm. It looks like yeah. another. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a fire was, stick. Yeah, no way yeah. it looks like more of a mess than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it could look, be. It looks kind of like. Listen, let, let's not let's not throw out those kinds of insults this late in the evening, because um, <laughs> that's just not nice. <laughs> that's just not nice. Look. All right. Agreed. Anywho, all right. So yeah, so we're gonna go through these four issues. We might go through them quicker than we normally would, but. Um, because it's been a while since we actually read these books. But so, yeah, so we get into New Avengers number seven. Uh, this is Jonathan Hickman and Mike Diodato. Um, and you get your previously on X-Men recap about the Perfect blue skies that had happened over Castle Doom. Um, and then the Illuminati had made their decision to kill their first planet. Like, that's what, even though it was pretty much a lifeless planet. And they made this big deal about it, but they didn't really kill anybody. And so now we get into this issue, which is called Thrones, and we're about one month later, um, and there's a shot out in space where Tony is talking, Tony is out doing something in space, doing some exploration, and he gets a hologram shot or call from uh, Reed, and talking about, you know, the excursions, and there hadn't been one in 28 days, and it feels like, you know, something's going on, and then they get this recap of what's going on with Black Swan, Brother Beavis. And, you know, I got all kinds of jokes written here, but, uh, you know, it's basically <laughs> it's basically just, you know, like what's going on with Black Swan and the other people that are dealing with her now because she's been captured along with almost called Thanos, along with Tarax. And, um, you know, it's <laughs> just really just a kind house. of a recap of what's going on. You know, she reads a yeah. lot. She st- she stares at Terax. She's teaching Beast some languages. Uh, also, Beast is a beast. This is, comes out of left field, too. Like, he's turned yeah. into a big fucking cat. You're like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's not like a big deal or whatever. You know, you know. They, they mention it in <laughs> passing, too. It's like, oh, yeah, Beast got yeah. big as fuck, by the way. Moving on. Yeah, just yeah. don't stare yeah. at him. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Just don't, yeah, don't mention it. Just, just ignore it. Um, uh, Doctor Strange is getting gang banged by some demons. I mean, it's really just a recap of what everybody else is doing. You know, I mean, In their own books. Yeah. Yeah, of. I mean, and again, I, I made this complaint, and we can call it a complaint in the previous podcast, is that 
it doesn't read like like where's the comic book stuff like this feels like a comic book but stuff i guess but it's more exposition brother beavis and it's just like can we get to a part where y'all are gonna fight some bad guys and do something yeah and i think also like you know we we were i you know none of us were jumping for joy over the whole story but we were at least following it and now this feels like yeah we're done with that we're on to the next thing like what are we finished with that i don't and i guess if you put it in context of like a lot of this ends up being set up for secret wars i mean okay i guess but then yeah the the main story in this one becomes the uh t'challa versus namor and their warring countries uh becomes kind of most of the meat of this actual issue Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on Necropolis, Namor came to T'Challa with with T'Challa with a, a, a truce, you know, to present to Queen, Queen Shuri. Uh, Black Panther's like, she ain't gonna accept that shit. He's like, well, you better make her because you can't win this war. You know, we got bigger fish to fry with this encouraging thing that's coming on anyway. Uh, my question here is that this Black Panther is in constant conflict with himself. Um, it's continued into his monthly books now. Rarely just allowed to be a superhero. Is this an unfair burden for a black hero? You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't really ever, like, the monthly Black Panther book is just essentially him being upset all the time about being Black Panther. Is, is this yeah. an unfair burden put on, like, black heroes, uh, Sandman? Um, I'm gonna, I was gonna say no originally, but I think you might be onto something here. <laughs> because this is all, every time we read a uh, Black Panther, he's, got some bullshit going on when he's like completely torn between oh, this decision and this decision. It's always some gigantic political um, uh, turmoil he's involved in and you know, and he's kind of caught in the middle and it's pretty much the same thing over and over again. You know, I think they're trying to show that how um, um, savvy he is and how he can maneuver these situations and stuff, but it kind of just comes off uh, boring <laughs> to me, you know, boring. Yeah. And, and dull I, honestly yeah you know i can't remember too many times where we just saw him knocking the shit out of people you kick know? ass yeah, that, yeah kicking yeah, ass just kick ass yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um um uh, he's almost they've always made him too smart for his own good you know mm. yeah i don't know maybe mm. i'm wrong i don't know no that's you're what, that's my i mean take i on. get the fact that he's yeah he is a he is a king but so is namor but you and you aren't you yeah constantly see where these villain or hero you constantly see namor in conflict and fighting battles and the idea always of his monarchy and it, the idea of his monarchy never in, interferes with his idea of being you know a heel or a face brother beavis mm-hmm. do you think that is something that it's just been, has been put on t'challa that you know sometimes holds the character back from being probably the hero that he could be yeah, I think trying to bring sort of that side, the king and the nation-building part of it is, you know, this is the way that the people have chosen to tell his story. And, you know, I never really thought about it too much before you asked the question. But, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the best part of him. And I think that's part of, like, you know, for as much as I've had non-complimentary things to say about Black Panther over the series <laughs> yeah, podcast, let's just say. <laughs> I think that, that's part of it is there's this baggage yeah he is he is a lot more interesting in it and it's it's almost funny to see him like you know as decisive and like effective as he is in the midst of the illuminati then you put him in the back in the boardroom with all these people and he's you know now he's like you know then some some of this uh second guessing and questioning comes in and 
and you know it, it is weird it's just yeah. they've tried to make that part of him as important as his superhero part of him and i think the 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 so wakanda and his and his crown and his throne in a way it becomes a narrative burden yeah i i will fight people to the end and tell you that uh avengers earth mightiest heroes is the best version of t'challa that we've seen outside of that movie even the movie has him kind of burdened a little bit but that is the best version that we've ever seen of t'challa even through the priest runs, even through the Hudlin runs on the books, it's the best version that we've ever seen of Black Panther. And now under like Ta-Nehisi Coates, that version of Black Panther has become so political, so burdened down. The book is so freaking wow. uh, burdensome. And it's just like, man, I, that's what I, it's one of the reasons I never bring it up to review. Because it's like, we're going to read this, and then we're going to have to go into, like, a thesaurus to be able to try to figure <laughs> out what the hell's going on in the damn book. I'm like, how did that beat some fucking people up. How did that Black Panther in Space book ever turn out? Did you uh, ever read that? I, 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 yeah, I bailed. I bailed. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. I, I it, it, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> and did they steal the Thundercats logo here? Is this just me? A little bit, it looks like it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you sound like uh, you sound like a UPN show. Black Panther <laughs> in space. <All> right. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> like an early early CW UPN show. All right. Anyway, wow. Namor's like, look, man, you better uh, you and your people can't fight. You know, you better tell your sister she can't beat us. You better take this priest treaty. He's like, you're welcome, nigga. And he walks off. <laughs> and then we cut the castle doom. And uh, we're in Latvia, and then they're having a delightful dinner with Doom, uh, and it's Doctor Doom, his bastard, uh, Doctor Strange, and Reed, and it, Reed's being a dick here, right? I'm not like uh, slightly wrong. Yeah, he is yeah. Uh, more so than he usually is. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Doom is there, but yeah, I mean, he is being kind of an ass in this in this scene. Yeah, um, and we talked about this version of Reed maybe not being like. A great, maybe a good comic book version, but if they put this on this version of him on the screen, I don't think anybody else wants to see it. But Doom's like, where y'all been lately? Uh, <laughs> my notes. Yeah, stuff. Doom, where y'all been lately? My notes. Man, nigga been here. Read. A nigga been here. A nigga been there. Man, I mean what? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange pulls the freaking uh, Arsenio home with Brother Beavis. What is it about tell me this cheese was so good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> oh my god. He's slapping people. Uh, Alright, anyway. So Doom's like, you know, look, I know y'all was here a month ago. Why was y'all here? Uh, we're like, we don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, man. We, 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 we talking about, we, we wasn't here. And, he's, and he slams the st- table. Stop lying to me. Um, and, you know, I seen that shit. I got bodies in my basement, son. Um, <laughs> what are you playing? <laughs> he tried to kill my daddy. <laughs> he tried to kill my father. Uh, so, 
Reed's like, man, look, man, there's no game. Steaks for dinner. Peace. Don't contact me no more, bitch. I'm going to the movie. <laughs> yeah. and, and no other warnings. And that was it. I mean, it was it, it's it's actually I'm making fun of it. It was kind of like a decent scene. Like I thought I liked the way that it was written and kind of handled. You know, because they already know Doom knows, but they're not gonna tell him anything, and they know not telling him anything is gonna like piss him off. And so I thought mm-hmm. they handled the scene really well. Um, I don't know. All right, brother Beavis, you're going to have to take this for me, man, because I just can't with the Inhumans. My note says, um, off to va- off, my note says, off to Vanilla Big Man City, or Atelier, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's just so, hanging over New York City. Go, go ahead, man. Tell me what's oh, going geez. on with Medusa and Ramsey Bolton. It's just I never thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, listen, y'all. The the Inhumans suck. Yeah. Period. So, That's the tweet. Yeah. They yeah. suck. But go ahead. This is the yeah. time where they were trying to not make them suck, but they still suck. Go ahead. Mm. I wonder if um, so. We see Reed in a few pages. We see Reed's stockpile of anti-planet weapons, and so I wonder if Maximus is building essentially an Inhuman, basically the Inhuman arsenal of the same. And Maximus is like, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm I'm doing bad stuff. Uh, you can tell mm-hmm. me to stop anytime. And mm-hmm. then Black Bolt's just sitting there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's bad. It's it's yeah. Somehow the art takes a downturn on these handful yes. of pages. Like like the creator mm-hmm. doesn't even care. He's like, how many pages do I got to do with the Inhumans? Two. Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I make a big ass island. I make a big ass machine. Couple mm-hmm. panels. All right, very good. There's your two pages. So yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It, if I could make sense of it, it wouldn't matter because they already flushed that. They got the X Men back now. Nice, yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty and this much. was their time when they were, you know, to use a wrestling term, they were trying to give the, the Inhumans the big push. Um, and my note Terrible. here says um, the Inhumans are some fake ass X Men. That's what they were doing. They didn't want That's to push what they were trying to do. They didn't own the rights or whatever, so they were mm-hmm. fake ass X Men. All right. So my note here says, what are some of your fake ass uh, favorites of like rip off characters or whatever because the, I keep calling the Terrigen Mist in my notes the Sierra Mist you know because Sierra <laughs> Mist is big ass fright uh, <laughs> right so what are right. some some what are some of your favorite fake ass because you know we are a wrestling podcast so and I listen to a lot of podcasts or whatever so remember there was fake Diesel and fake Razor Ramon so <laughs> brother Beavis off the top of your head you got any favorite fake ass things that you know was definitely the lesser of the two versions well the interesting part is that you know i I had not like i was not familiar with a lot of the dc stuff uh outside of the justice league and then if you really dig into it there's like a there's basically like a version of every single character in dc and marvel and so oh, that's yeah. where I think I turned the question to, is there like a knockoff that's better? And Big Hutch actually had some, some good examples. But um, mm. I think mm-hmm. for me, I would say like the one that's that's has been interesting, but every time I try and go back and read it, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of dumb. Is, you know, Moon Knight is sort of the Batman ripoff. And there's, yeah. there's some stuff there. <laughs> not, but Not sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he has three personalities instead of two. It's completely yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's got that's one. White, not black. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and see if I can find Big Hutch's contribution because he actually had some good yeah. ones on there. Because yeah, I threw yeah, out I Deadpool told... and Slade 
Um, yeah, that's a bad. Yeah, that's fake mm, ass. I, to, I mm. usually staying in the wrestling, staying in the wrestling realm. You know, like the Rockers were fake ass. Oh, Rock yeah. and Roll Express. You know, with Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, fake mm. ass. Uh, or do- Brother Beavis, Doom. Remember Doom? Uh, no, not Doom. Yeah. Uh, no, what, what, no. Who was the fake ass Road Warriors? Demolition. 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 Yeah. God, yeah. my God. They were yeah, they were, they were terrible. Fake yeah. ass road warriors. I hated them just because you knew what they were just, they were trying to do. Yeah, well, and yeah, they, they sucked too. They did suck. They yeah. just sucked. Yeah. They did. All right. Okay. So back to Necropolis. Uh, T'Challa goes to Reed to consult with him uh, about what to do. You know, he was like, "Take the peace offer." And like, ah, you know, I want peace, but you know, I don't know. Now they're BFFs too. And he's like, I don't, I don't trust him, and I didn't, pl- and I do plan to kill him later. So, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> so I was like, I mean, it's a good idea that he's giving me this offer, but you know, I was really planning on killing him later. So, I don't know. Then we get to this thing in Wakanda with the High Council. Um, yeah, and it, I do. My note does say that looks like the Thundercat logo. Uh, so it they looks, definitely did looks, steal that. Yeah. Yes, they um, do. <laughs> yeah, and Shuri's like, blood demands blood. You know, I got an offer from Namor for peace. Black Panther's like, we should take it. Um, the other council member is like, no, fuck that shit. You know, we never looked this weak mm. before. We're not going to be some bitches. We're about to go back and take these people out. Um, he punked us, made us look weak. Blood demands blood. And then Shuri's like, Wakanda's going to war. And then that's But tonight... Said, yeah, we dance. <laughs> uh, I and I wasn't really familiar with why Shuri is queen now yeah. and why she's Black Panther. Also, I really wasn't yeah. sure about the timeline yeah. there. I mean, I don't know that it really matters, but she is. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, this issue is something that we talk about all the time. This very much felt like filler. Um, and then issue eight is actually additional filler. Uh, for New Avengers, it really is, and it's again. Mm. This is the prelude to Infinity. So all of these books that we had read, we're like, oh, okay, cool. This is gonna get us something. You know, you got these <clears throat> incursions. You know, you got these planets that are about to die. You know, let, you know, let's get it. You know, something's gonna happen. Really, it's just leading up to this Infinity event with Thanos. I mean, that's basically what they were doing, and mm-hmm. nothing's really stopping that train because after this issue, it goes straight into Infinity. And all of the stuff that we talked about before, eh, eh, that's pretty much it. It, it doesn't really reach any sort of conclusion if you're starting to read ahead. So anyway, the prelude to Infinity, uh, the uh, the continued Inhumans push on previously on X-Men. Uh, this issue is called What Maximus Made, uh, Hickman and Diodato again. Uh, how y'all feel about the art in this one? You know, like it seems like it starts off fairly well. We have a few pages of non-dialogue here on Tony's uh, I'm in space, bitch, uh, mission. But what do y'all think about the art, Sandman, in this issue? Um, it's kind of, it's it's strange because it's it's well done, but it's almost rudimentary at times. Almost like there there's some, like the uh, when uh, Tony's talking to um, Mr. Fantastic in the first couple of panels, it almost looks like a sketch of uh, Tony Stark not, instead of a completed drawing. But it's you know it's still well done. It's it's just the style of his artist, I guess. But uh, I have to say I like it because it does mm. look good. But yeah, it's just it's different the way the uh, this guy draws, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that means. Tony's, <laughs> Tony yeah. Space Trip has him out seeing. You know he sees. I think is that a dead celestial? 
Maybe. Uh, no, that's the living the tribunal. Life. That's that's the living oh, tribunal. Because yeah, he's got the hood on his over his head. Uh, he's got three faces, and two of them are covered, I think, or something. I forget. But yeah, that's definitely living tribunal. He talked to the. Yeah. He talked air quotations to the walker that showed him the living he tribunal. Shows up, the walker was like, the watcher's like, hey, I didn't do it. He was dead when I got here. <laughs> why, why your fist clenched then? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my note says in here the uh, the walker looks like that baby in uh, Toy Story three. Uh, you know, like, oh <laughs> like damn, the bad baby and that's kind of scary looking baby oh, yeah. in there. Yes. Oh damn, yeah. yeah. Brother Beavis, what, do you, what do y'all think about this this suit though that Iron Man's wearing? This is uh what the fuck is this? I, I don't like this suit at all. I, I thought it was I thought it was like some kind of Power Ranger or Nova suit at first. It's kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, that would be got good. the star on, on you know his chest uh, plate oh, or something. I don't know. I'm yeah. just now getting it. I wonder. Uh, he, there was a period where they wrote him into the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm wondering if that's the influence here. Oh, but I, no, maybe now that I'm looking at it, I don't like it at all. No, me. Either. No, that's I a terrible like suit. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It's a terrible suit. So back to Vanilla Big Man City. Brother Beavis, anything that these people come up, bro, you got to take it because I can't with the the Inhumans, man. Maximus has made a machine to house the Sierra Mist. Uh, This is all because comics, Brother Beavis. And so Mm. then we have to have this whole thing so that uh, uh, Black Bolt can actually talk. And then Mm. I don't even, like, I don't even know. And part of it is like, I don't care enough. But yeah, Black Bolt's <laughs> up to some shenanigans, and his, he's letting his otherwise uh, brother with poor judgment uh, do his thing. And uh, Medusa finds out, and I gotta say, uh, the Medusa art is pretty good in this. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. throw that it's out nice. there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah, she gets upset, and he like even when he says something, it doesn't make sense. So. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't help you. I guess it's the long end. The long end. <laughs> yeah. My, my note says Medusa found his browsing history. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and real quick. And I also have a note there. I, yeah, the art's amazing here, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just real quick, like, Black Bolt has more than one wife, we find out in this, correct? Uh, that he has, like, because. He has, look, look at the panel, uh, is it in this one or is it the last book? It must be the last book. There's uh, one of the, there's oh. uh, Medusa and uh, like three other women, inhuman women. And they're, uh, one of them says, uh, where is our husband? And I, was, and I raised an eyebrow, I was like, what the fuck? So he has more than one wife apparently. Okay, I didn't know if the, y'all knew what I was going to put down. Yeah. <laughs> black boat, you never go back. So, yeah, there you uh, go. Um, there you go. Yeah, I, this step I didn't understand at all. She freaking gives him the smush face and a smack across the kaplow. What did the five mm-hmm. fingers say to the face? Um, and, <laughs> you know, like, what have yeah. you done? And he comes out of this thing that Maximus has made. And, I mean, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on. It, it, I don't know. I just don't. And, and, and anytime you put the humans in anything with me, it's just throwing cold water on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Back on Necropolis, Namor is <laughs> going behind people's backs and uh, to proposition the Black Swan. I seen a porno that started like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he gets busted by T'Challa. Uh, he's like, "Hey, man, we need to talk. Uh, your peace offer didn't work. 
you know, this thing between you and me is poison for our people. And uh, say, what have you done? You know, Surprise, bitch. You get captured. Uh, there will be no peace. And then you switch to a scene and then you see a tilt Atlantis getting attacked by the Wakandans. Uh, you know, and, and this I didn't understand. It was like, oh, they they got the drop on him, and then Black Panther's like, yeah, you should go fight for your people. And you just sent a fucking level Omega mutant to go fight in the war. Like, you could have taken care of that now, and your people could have won. Like, I didn't understand why he let him go. Um, so whatever. Mm. This is not done. Namor says and Black Panther's like it never is. So I mean, well, I don't know. I, I thought see. it was kind of a cool scene. I think probably maybe. Seeing those two guys fight instead of talk about fighting would have been kind of cool, and I'm sure that they'll, they'll deliver that later on. But you know, for the most part, I just I don't know. It's just more exposition. They, um, they had beef, but you know what came down to it? Bros before hoes. He had to let it go. Handle his business. Damn. Damn it. Uh, so yeah, so Reed and uh, Tony are speaking now about a meeting with someone uh, that they don't know about concerning the incursion. That armor um, is awful. It's <laughs> ugly, and I, and I think you're right. I think that is like supposed to be like Star Lord slash armor. Like well, it looks like yeah. Star Lord yeah. meets Captain Britain, and that's not a good mm. thing. Yeah, well, but it's are not you good. seeing? Yeah, but are you seeing the scene that comes out of this? That comes in here where we're about to get the roll call for the Black mm-hmm. Order. This is mm-hmm. straight out of freaking um, in, or Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know, where the ship comes into the city, everybody's mm-hmm. looking out to see what happens. I mean, it, I mean, not straight out, but this it seems mm-hmm. like it's influenced uh, at least in or Infinity War <coughs> probably a lot. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So we see these guys, the ships come into town, and you get the you know everybody's reaction to everybody dropping in. Um, so you get to see everybody, you know, uh, mm-hmm. proximity alert, invasion, bitches. Uh, and so the Black Order comes out, Red Dwarf, Corvus Glavi, uh, <laughs> I put in here because I couldn't remember her name when I wrote this thing. Chick from Infinity War. Um, <laughs> you know. Prox- yeah. Proxima, yeah. Proxima Midnight. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember it when I first wrote it. Uh, right. and then, you know. I mean, and that's it, you know, and then, and then we go into Infinity, so it doesn't even in these books, it goes back to the Infinity thing. I mean, what do y'all think of these two issues, uh, you know, just kind of, that's what uh, I'm saying, it's like, we'll probably get through them pretty quick because there really isn't a whole lot going on. What do you think, Sam? I mean, they go, th- you go through them quick, but there's, it's strange, it's almost like a, not, a lot's happening, but you don't feel like it is, it's, it's a hard, hard to described <laughs> like you said earlier the exposition kind of makes you feel that way when you you're just reading you're reading you're reading there's yes there's stuff happening but you're just kind of like okay next one okay yeah so it's i don't know it's uneven for me and it's it's not like i don't like it but yeah it's kind of meh and yeah. and then it's just like like you said it's like okay then it's a roll call for the black order and now we're into an infinity Slash war. Yep, now so. you're in an event. Yep, now yeah. you're right into an event. I'm like, damn it. Like, I just spent eight issues to have to go get a whole nother issues of books that are kind of, sort of, maybe kind of related to the books that I just read. Yep, they pulled you right into the event. Kind so, of. Uh, Brother yeah. Beavers, what did you think? Yeah, I think it's, you know, we went from this very dense kind of paced story to now that we're done with that and we're getting into the new thing. Over the course of two issues, like, it was in in one sense filler and in another just kind of a quick pivot into the next big thing so i think that kind of unsatisfying 
Yeah. Um, mm. I'm going to shout him out here. Uh, Twitter follower, Ray Apollo. Um, he was saying to me, he, you know, I, I had posted today before we get into this X-Men book. I had posted today, like, you know, outside of X-Force and Marauders, um, you know, the Dawn of X books have been kind of meh. And his reply was like, you know, I listened to you guys' podcast and, you know, I was kind of like kind of feeling that this was going to happen because Hickman, you know, he doesn't know how to finish stuff. Like he just gets mm. into these books and he doesn't mm. know how to finish. He's like, Secret Wars was kind of cool, but he doesn't know how to finish books. And he was like, I was just kind of waiting to see if this was going to happen with those books. And it sounds like it is. Well, it feels like this, you know, having read through a few a bunch of these books now, I don't know how this is going to finish. Is that, you know, hey, it started off really good and like you're going to give me this whole like whatever story. And then it's kind of waning into, uh, I mean, just talking, a bunch (laughs) of talking without, you know, having any kind of sort of action sequences to finish. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm reading this. This ain't, you know, fucking, you know, John Clancy or whatever, motherfucker. Like, I need to see somebody get blown up. You know, like I, you know, like for real. Like, give me some laser blasts, freaking repulsor rays, something. Like eventually, I got to get to that point. You know, you can't yeah, just keep something. giving me words about what's actually happening. And that's mm-hmm. that's really what we've gotten literally over the last, not just two issues, but the last three. So, all right, let's get into these X books. Um, this book was probably the one that I was looking forward to the most uh, when they announced the dawn of X books. Uh, which was the X-Men number one. Now, they did give these previews or whatever, and we did see the cover for X-Men number one ahead of time, and I think we made mention of it. It was like, okay, so it's the Summer's family book. Mm-hmm. So if you see issue of X-Men number one, it's got, and, and Wolverine, it's got um, Wolverine, um, Rachel Summers, Cyclops, Young Cable, Corsair, Jean Grey, Havoc, and then the third Summers brother that nobody cares about. Um, and... So- is Cable is dead, right? Young Cable yeah, is Cable, and yeah. then there's also yeah. Nate Gray. Is that what? No, or Nate Gray is not he's around not, anymore. Yeah, that, no, no, yeah, that's not another timeline. Yeah, yeah, he's not around anymore. That ended no, in whatever that was. Um, that yeah. whatever those books were we read before House of X uh, start uh, started. Whatever he that book series was, but he died in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this book, I was even though I'm not a huge fan of, I'm. I'm a huge fan of Lanil Francis Yu on uh, solo books. I'm not a fan of his on team books. So I was like, oh, really? Eh, I wasn't really looking forward to that part of it. But we're going to review the first two issues. Now, we will tell you now, and you will hear this over the course of these two issues, tell you that these two books have nothing in common. And if you've been <laughs> reading along ahead of time, Issues three and four also have nothing in common with the three books that came before it or the books that came before it. It's literally like four individual issues. And, I mean, we're going to talk about a little bit about issue three, which was on on weed. And in issue four, it was actually really, really good. If you haven't read it yet, issue four is really good, but it has yeah, it nothing is. to do with the three issues that came before it. Like, issue four Zero. is amazing, but it has yeah, nothing it to do with that. But it's also a bunch of exposition, too. But there's, at least there's somebody gets cut the fuck up in it. Anyway, all right. So, um, recap. Oh, wait a minute. Let me pull my notes here. Okay, so, yeah. So, we get a recap here. Um, uh, where was I? Just went through that whole speech. Okay, yeah. So open your eyes, Scott. First, using his ruby quartz glasses, uh, the Professor Xavier made. He's like, oh, I can see, uh, Professor, better than most, my boy. And all oh, the things I will show you. I just gonna take his dick out because 
you know how Charles is, right? <laughs> we done figured that out, right? <laughs> that's, right. You know, Charles is going to show him some bad stuff. Yeah, because that's just who Charles is. All right. So anyway, so as we get into an actual action sequence in this book, uh, the issue title was Pax Krakoa, Hickman, Leneal Francis Yu. Uh, Storm and Cyclops are running down the leftovers of Orcus on Earth. Uh, Cyclops is, I'm always careful, it's part of my charm. Brother Beavis, they have definitely brought back a Cyclops that you can roll with at this point. Oh yeah, I mean they've got, they've, uh, they've taken the whole hard ass kind of out of him. He's, you know, effective without being a dick. And I think they're, yeah, yeah they've definitely walked back his air quotes developments over the prior iterations <laughs> and years to kind of get us back to yeah. norm so yeah 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 we're there again yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, my note says is they found a balance between boy scout and racer x um mm-hmm. like you know this is the this was the involvement of the character not taking him 180 degrees to the other direction like you know he'd be a little bit of himself and a little bit of person that's been through some shit um mm-hmm. so they take out folks uh cyclops of very Xavier-like, you know, he sounds like Xavier when he's going through this whole thing. Uh, I don't like how Storm is drawn in this book. It looks like that, remember that Dracula Storm that they put on us a few years ago? <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck is that all about? It, it, what, what was her name? Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm, Blood yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh, awful. Uh, yeah. So as they're going deeper into this um, facility or whatever, uh, Magneto comes in. Uh, he incapacitates the troops with his daughter. Um, mm-hmm. Is that vibrate? Is that vibranium or something? The doors that he's taking down or whatever. Um, I don't yeah, know. It, I mean, I it, it's know. just I like this remember. book of the. Yeah, it's just them going to go get like you know something in this building. I think what Doctor Mars really? Yeah, really. Dr. This Mars? is like the intro to Asia Ultron. Like this is yeah. where <laughs> yeah. you know, it was. They were there was this enemy that kept us busy for several bu- several movies, and now we're just going to mop them up in the first ten minutes of the next movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> sort of that. Very much so. Yep. Um, yeah. So inside the hub, they see the stasis tubes that create a gateway to get them out. You know, so they open up a tube. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's fine. It's you know, it's kind of comic booky. I mean, again, we just made this whole complaint about the other book not being comic booky. This is super comic booky, and it's fine. You know, like it, it, you know, we always get a. But I've noticed the thing with Hickman thing. One, somebody's gonna have a helmet on their head, and two, there's always going to be some <laughs> black swan like character um, because. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a black swan character in this one as well I mean you know what are the what are the stasis tubes I can't read my note here what, what we're in the tubes like they open it up in this they it's a sort of like a echo from the future of one of these post-human people that they were dealing with in the house of X is kind of what yeah. I saw I, I don't even know I don't remember I thought they were just using children whatever yeah. yeah, yeah. They were children Basically. that they have to get them home and get them back to Krakoa. And then Doctor, there's a character I also hate from the '90s as well, Doctor Celia Reyes. Awful, mm. just awful. I was shocked they brought her, her back. back. Yeah, they yeah. Her and Maggot yeah. are like the worst '90s. Not maybe not the worst, but they were some bad creations. Yeah, Maggot is down 2000s. there. He's about, yeah. he's down there in the bottom. Yeah. yeah. So 
they're worried about the children's psychological and emotional concerns. Um, you know, they would be careful because that one lady's going to introduce incursions uh, to the world here. Uh, but they got a healer on staff, you know. I mean, you know, it's fine. You know, you really get to see uh, Cyclops be the leader here. And it's, you know, and it's not a co-leading thing. I mean, he's clearly like, you know, kind of third in command after, you know, Xavier and Magneto in this thing, which in theory it probably could and should be, you know, because of his close relationship with the professor. But it doesn't come off like condescending as it used to. You know, he's, you know, confident in himself. You know, again, it's a real reset for Cyclops. So uh, I've been uh, liking that. So anyway, mm -hmm. so basically this book is really just this long winding road to get all the Summers people together. And he has his own crib on Krakoa or whatever. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he tells the, you know, how he, why he got his uh, like kind of people together or whatever. What well, was a big deal. And, you know, I, I thought it was a really good like kind of idea, you know, to, mm -hmm. I mean, where you get to this point, it, it was fun for me. I don't know. What what did y'all think? <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I kind of see I, I like I was like I, my note says like this was some good writing you know he tells the story of the world you know like uh what's this about the world he brought you know into as a mm -hmm. father you know like he, he's telling a story about the world that he wants to have now you know that it, it was completely different than it was before when he's talking to Polaris like I, you know I thought it was some good writing here. You know, and they don't really have like a relationship. You really never. I can't think of any time when Polaris and Cyclops are having a conversation. You know, yeah. what did y'all think? She's kind of, she's kind of yeah. like his sister-in-law in a sense, mm -hmm. but not really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the the thing for me is like the only part I really remembered was where they were had their the summer's crib on the moon. And now I'm reading mm -hmm. this like, oh yeah, there was something else going on here, and I think I forgot yeah. about it because when we get to issue two. Yeah, mm. this might as well not have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Yeah, and that and that's the confusing part is like this is a continuation of the story we read, and it's bringing us mm. to a point, and it seems to be setting us up for a story to take off, and then yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. the back half of the book, or the middle portion of the book, is the the after effects of a, the attack on the base on Orcus. And if you remember that book from House of X, Power of X, or whichever one it was, you know, the X-Men went mm -hmm. in there to destroy the base, and they had been successful in doing that, but also they suffered many losses. And essentially, we are like, damn, that book was crazy. And then they doubled down on the crazy by setting up the resurrection process that we didn't know about. So all those mutants that we thought had died, they were resurrected or whatever. So it was like, oh, fuck, you know, that's a really mm -hmm. big deal. This is the aftermath on that side of it. You know about all the people that they had killed and yeah. Dr. Gregor and you know yeah. the Omega. They didn't have the they didn't country. have resurrection on the Orcus Forge. Yes. They didn't have resurrection. Yeah. They got caught. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, <laughs> and so, and then they go through this whole thing about you know what Orcus was about, and you know this was probably not a great idea. You know the, the Omega Sentinels telling them like you know once you did that this was going to happen, and you know. Yeah, it, I mean, it'll come back here in a little bit. But yeah, on Summer's house, and we get Dad and Son together with Corsair, and why he's living on the blue portion of the moon, which I didn't get till the second time I read it. I'm like, why did he choose the moon? And he's like, oh, on the blue section of the moon where Phoenix freaking died or whatever, mm -hmm. or Gene died. And I was like, oh, okay. 
And so you get the roll call of Summers, and then for some reason Wolverine is there, and then there's a, you know, something on the, when you look at the map there, it, it, it appears, it appears that Wolverine, Logan, and Gene are in a, I, make sure I got the right, in a polymorous relationship? Would that read right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, because her room has an open door on both sides. Both so sides. Both of them can come. Yes, and visit her. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Mean, it's almost like they're trying to sneak that in there, but they, yeah, they they blatantly oh. left those two spots open, <laughs> those two rooms. Yeah. None of the other rooms are like that, so. No. Yeah. I don't think it was a sneak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean, know. They didn't. They didn't say anything about it. They just left open spaces in between the two, three rooms. So. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make more mutants. Make more mutants, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you can mutants. make them that way too. Um, yeah. But yeah, though they having like a barbecue. Um, uh, you see all the the star jammers or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, star jammers are kind of weird. They're like, kind they're, they're, they're kind of weird. They're, you know, they, they're very inhuman status for me. Is <laughs> if you want to go, if you're gonna go that far, I really care nothing. For yeah, them. I really just, don't. This is weird. Yeah. Um, say, hey, Dad. You know, for your birthday, we got you a flower. Now you can, you know, can't be the runaway dad like you've been for the, most of our fucking lives, asshole. Right, I'm a little personal. My personal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Krakoa, you don't have to do dishes. Like they going through this whole thing. Actually, we don't do the dishes. You put this fucking Krakoa flower on it, and then it sucks. The one I was just like, what in the. <laughs> Brother Beavis, um, Krakoa is gonna become the new vibranium, bro. It's like, oh, yeah, wow, pretty you much. You gotta put some Krakoa yeah. on it. Let me sprinkle yeah. a little Krakoa on that. You'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, damn. After oh, a while. Oh, we got a flower for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's, uh, of course, there's like you know. I think Krakoa is gonna is more dangerous. Gonna make your lives more dangerous. And he's like, man, someone always trying to kill us. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. If I want to put this island jizz on my plate and then clean it off, I'm gonna do it, Daddy. <laughs> Just because I let an island jizz on my dinner plates, that don't make me a freak. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Hey, son. Hey, go put some Krakoa in the gas tank, man. Shit's fucking. We're gonna love on some for you. Put some, some Krakoa in. Some, put some Krakoa. Man. Uh, go give me a Krakoa out okay. the fridge, boy. Um, Krakoa light. Um, it's not gonna stop because they can use it for anything at this point. Um, anyway, alright, so back on Orcus, uh, Dr. Gregor and Dr. Mars or whatever. And, and you know, she didn't go to the funeral. And essentially, I'm wrapping this part up of it, she's essentially thinks that she, I think she thought that she um, has cracked maybe that the mutants have done this resurrection process. She's like, oh, I think I have a way to uh, bring my husband back from the dead. You know, bum, bum, bum. And it's like, oh, shit. Now, this is directly tied into the books that we just finished. Okay, cool. I can't wait for issue two to come out in two weeks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, about that. Err, err, yeah, damn, uh, y'all, for real. Yeah, um, yeah. Issue two. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I can't even give it the details that it deserves. Um, 
Krakoa and the island that it was a part of are trying to fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's, that's it. That's, that's basically it. what it's All about. Right. You can reach. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I mean, that's basically it. Krakoa and the other island that used to be a part of Krakoa are screaming, rushing towards one another, and uh, the course of Scott. Rachel and Cable are dispatched out to try to figure out what's going on and why these two uh, islands are trying to get together to fuck. Um, and the island is full of hostile beasts. There's an Aurora and North Star call back in here, I see. Um, there is? That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they shout them out. Hold on. Let me pull that one up. Um, so... Yeah, so hey, you wanna have you help your man, old man go beat up some monsters? Oh, okay, sure, Dad, whatever. And then they head off to this this island thing to go kind of fight them off. Uh, and that's really it. I mean, they there's just, a white, there's some white swans and some black swans. Yes, <laughs> yes, there's, yeah, there's, there, there, there's definitely some callback here. You know, it's like just some wildlife. You get some, you know, some fighting or whatever. Young Cable sucks. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of old Cable either, but Young Cable is infinitely worse. Irritating. Um, yeah, is he, Young Cable is on some. Um, what's Batman's bastard son called? Damien Wayne. Uh, Damien. Damien, yeah, Damien. Yeah, he's on some Damien shit. I can't stand that dude. Um, Yeah, so, hey, have you ever been to Hawaii? As they try to have these family memories. I'm like, this is fucking awkward. I don't need to hear about this shit. Go beat up some fucking monsters. (laughs) I mean, this is weird. Because let's keep it real, man. Like, you know, Cyclops wasn't exactly the best father in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... At least Corsair had the, the freaking niceness to pretend he was dead. Like, he yeah. was around and was a terrible father. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just bad. Like, oh, I was I'm, there once, but I had to cut my vacation short. What the fuck? Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, there is a stretch in the, um, in the House of X and all that where they do this, like, Apocalypse's original horseman and mm. the island of Araka or whatever, which is an anagram mm-hmm. for Krakoa, gets pulled yeah. into another dimension. And that's clearly what this is about. And we get this sort of ominous apocalypse appearance. And, you know, mm. is there any way he can actually coexist here? So it seems like elements of that story, I guess. But, you know, it was just weird. It, and <laughs> yeah. the, the island, the whole thing... Like, I don't know how islands move around and then, like, rub their tendrils on each other and then sprout flowers. <laughs> and one of them still has an angry volcano, even after it gets its nut. So, yeah. I, I just, And there's, like, monsters around. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. This was weird. Yeah. And then yeah. it really falls off a cliff after this one. I guess that's going to have to be for next time. Mm. Yeah, it, it feels like it. Re- my notes, my, when you just explained that, my note in here says, Brother Beavis, please explain <laughs> this shit. Um, <laughs> and then my other note says, This feels like an annual. I was just yeah, about you know? to say that. I was just about to say it that. It really does. 
It does feel yeah, like it that. It really feels like a one-off annual. Like, oh, you know yeah. what would be a cool story if Scott and his bastard children went off to go fight some monsters? You know what? That does seem like a good idea for an annual. Yeah. And, and coming yeah. out of the book that it just pre because that first book is really you know again it felt like we might have shit on it a little bit we were just nerds but this actually wasn't that bad the first issue there are parts but of it are, are leading good. into yeah, yeah well the end of it like leaves off on a cliffhanger that you're thinking like oh this is going to be really cool and then you mm-hmm. get this book which is nothing to do with that one and nothing it's also much. not cool and um. So yeah, it's I don't know, man. Yeah, and then yeah, you did bring up the fact that apocalypse, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know you, but I recognize your seed, son. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like I don't know you. Which but of I'm my children seed. is mother to you? He's yeah, like exactly. You ain't yeah. my daddy. Yeah. I know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, if, Pal- if Palpatine is fucking, yeah. we all fucking. Exactly. Right? So, it was right. definitely a screw for every nut if Palpatine can get his dick off. Um, so, <laughs> well, yeah, so he says, the enemy has come. One of your children, war. Will you save us? I save all my children. He's, I guess that's to Krakoa and Araco? Araco? Ryan Araco? Araco. Yeah, Araco. Something like that. Whatever. And that's my notes. I mean, that's it. I mean, that. This book, I don't know. And then obviously we just touched on it. We just touched on it. issue three is on some straight up bullshit. Like they fight the golden bullshit. girls. They fight yeah. the golden girls and lose, oh, mind you. They don't fight. Yeah, I mean, f- yeah, fight would entail that they actually won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. That you yeah. might have got some offense in. I mean, it's just, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense at all. And so, as I said, either at the top of this recording or before we started recording, we've gotten halfway through the Dawn of X titles. Um, We have done Marauders now, we've done X-Men, and we have done the New Mutants. The only ones we haven't done are Fallen Angels, Excalibur, and (laughs) X-Force. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now we've made a dedication to y'all uh, thank you for listening to get through some of these books but um, let me tell you man it ain't um, been easy woo, it ain't been easy yeah, and been I mean easy. honestly X-Force we're going to have to save X-Force for the end because it's literally the only one that's good that's left um, <laughs> Fallen Angels and Excalibur Especially Excalibur, because this is how the podcast for Excalibur is going to be. Hey, hey, how you doing? doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. I'm about to turn this over to these two niggas. They're going to talk about this book. I'm going to sit here and listen. Fuck <laughs> like that. Don't because, put that shit on me. <laughs> man, I, I have tried to read those books, and I fall asleep every single time. Every single time I try to read Excalibur, I'm like, and I fall out. Fallen Angels ain't as, is not as sleep-inducing as Excalibur is, but Excalibur <laughs> will put you way the fuck up. And, you know, I mean, so yeah. we're going to, I mean, this is our conversation. This is us talking about which one we're going to do next. That's basically where we are. Because if we do X-Force, the season's going to end <laughs> next week. <We're> like, <laughs> no, I'm tied up like the next 50 Wednesdays. Sorry. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, bro. I can't, can't help yeah. you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's literally taking one one for all of the teams of you people that Mm -hmm. listen. Because we, I mean, again, we effort to let y'all know. You know, I mean, if these books suck, we're gonna tell y'all. I I, I see a lot of blogs (laughs) or whatever, and people like kind of pop up stuff or whatever. And I'm look, you know, I'm not one to engage in you know Mm -hmm. freaking Twitter beefs or whatever. But I see people telling like, oh, you know, no, this book is good, man. They got this creative team on it, and I read it and. Man, listen. Uh, maybe no. it's because we're old. Maybe it's because we just don't get it. I don't really know. But I'm telling you right now, Excalibur sucks. Yeah. Uh, bad. <laughs> that was a bad mistake. We'll read it. That book back. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah we're we'll gonna read it for y'all. Yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna that, read that it. That could I mean, be our annual. annual. Yeah, ex- yeah. Yeah. You know what? It could be. It reads like an annual. Yeah. All right. Then let's. Well, you know what? Then let's do Fallen Angels. Then you know we get to see Psylocke and some outfits. You know, I mean, that is yeah. that's, that's not Psylocke. Huh? That's that's Psylocke Fallen Angel. Oh, Psylocke is gonna, not in Fallen uh, Angels. Stop fighting, fighting on me, man. On this, when do we get Young Cable in that too? Oh, oh God. And X twenty three. So I don't oh, mind X twenty three as much, but ugh, the rest of it though. All right. <laughs> so next week it'll be Fallen Angels one and two. Uh, we've just been doing the first two issues. Again, I know they're on like three and four, which is good for them. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard they're on three and four. I'll never yes. know. Uh, yeah, exactly. And one, of my, uh, and one of my things today, too, was um, these books all read like miniseries. Like, uh, every single one of them. They, none of them read like yeah. this is going to be a continuation. So we know, or I feel... That we're in a situation where, I mean, where have we been at? We're probably what two, three months into House of or Dawn of X, so mm-hmm. maybe by the spring, summer ish, March, we probably get a reboot. You know, we probably get a reboot into whatever books are going to be coming after that, because mm-hmm. um, it just feels like you know, once we get to six to eight issues. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, then there's probably some conclusion event. Marvel does have this big event coming. I think I did I email y'all that I read that the prelude for whatever murder mystery event that they're having. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I did I something. text y'all about that? Oh, I think I, I, think um, I remember it seeing, reading something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, hold on. I, I'm actually, I might have even deleted the freaking the the. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, whatever that murder event that they're having here is awful. The preview book was like, oh, somebody died. And then they had to go ask every single person and name drop every single person into the book. Well, no, no who he, I don't know what it is. You know, Jessica Jones, whatever. I don't know what it is. But I know if I hand it off to fucking I don't know who the fuck, they'll know. And then that person, like, well, you know, it's just like this murder mystery about who killed this. I think it's like a Cree or I don't fucking know. It was dumb. But they have this event coming up here very soon. So I know that's going to probably lead into that. And then the other event that's coming up for the X-Men, which is probably going to be where the split comes, and I think I, I Facebooked or tweeted this today, is that they're doing a crossover with the Fantastic Four. An X-Men Fantastic Four crossover. And I teased the idea. I was like, oh, you know what? We might have to just review that awful series just because the first one. <laughs> Mm. Just because, you know, that is, of, yeah. uh, if you've listened to this, that is the Secret Wars too bad. Uh, that X-Men Fantastic Four crossover is really, yeah. really bad. It's Damn. awful. So yeah, They've never had a good book well, when they crossed over, have they? I don't remember one. 
a conversation for another time is that we started that Fantastic Four book and it had a couple of decent issues. But have you heard anybody say anything good about Fantastic Four since they came back? Nope. I well, you know, when I'm in the Fantastic Four chat rooms, we uh, <laughs> no, nobody talks about Fantastic Four. Period. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> you have entered the chat. You are the only one here. <laughs> yeah, you are the first one to enter the call. You beat me to it. I was just about to say it. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, so, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be a reset time. You know, we'll reset when we get to whatever season that it comes at, at that point in time. But the books are going to reset probably a little bit all over the place. And, you know, we'll reset with you. But, yeah, so stick with us, Fallen Angels. I, I'm not going to shit on it as bad as I shit on Excalibur. I'm not. It's not... It, under the proper frame of reference, the book is not that bad. Um, mm-hmm. But Excalibur is. Just letting you know. <laughs> no. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so again, as we start to wrap up this podcast, remember you'll be able to find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Um, you'll be able to find me, the producer, at Brothers Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find Sandman at Sandman415 on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Brother Beaver is, is in the ether. So, yeah, we did tease this idea of doing this um, podcast of a live watch of the X-Men, the animated series. It's just something that I think would be fun, you know, to kind of watch it. And I've been watching it on Disney Plus or whatever. I think it would be fun, you know, to kind of essentially just get our our jokes off on a show that (laughs) means something to us, that it's fun to watch. But also, you know, in Hutch's defense, it does have some hokey moments. But those are the best part. You know, those are some of the good parts of the show, too, you know, Mm -hmm. like that it is hokey. And so, yeah, you know, exactly. kind of getting and doing that. So, you know, I, when we get the chance, I think we will kind of start that at least to get through, you know, a couple of episodes here and there. Because there are a couple of episodes that are just bad. Um, and just FYI, Jubilee's terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> just awful. Uh, I mean, there's, sure. there's no terrible. redeeming quality about that character in this, in that cartoon whatsoever. I mean, such a throw, a throw-in character, not a throw-away, just a throw-in character because they were like, uh well we got this number of boy characters I guess we got to put another girl character on this thing. Yeah, put a girl in it. Let's put Jubilee on. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, awful. But anyway, all right. So that that is that's going to wrap us up. So as the X Men the animated music uh, animated series music starts to play us out again, I am the producer and I'm signing off. A Sandman, go ahead and sign off. Sign off, people. We will see you on the next episode. For sure, for sure. Uh, Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. I'll catch you next time, guys. All right. Everybody take it easy. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.